Hey, it's Johnny Jet, and welcome back to my 39 travel questions. And today we have Steve Perillo, who is from Perillo Tours. I grew up in Connecticut. His father is actually probably one of the people who introduced me to travel. Mario Perillo, known as Mr. Italy, and I still remember those commercials. And God rest his soul. And now Steven's taken over and he knows everything about Italy. He, he's been all over. He also has a site on Hawaii. So Steven, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Hi, Johnny. Uh, I call you John because I know you, but what are you called? Well, you're Johnny you know, Jet. Everyone knows me as Johnny Jet, not my okay. real Italian name. Okay. Nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Why not 40 questions? 39 is a You know, it's a, good, it's a good question, but I, I don't know the answer. See, that's I like question. 30, and um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Sometimes it's a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. So, but where, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pearl River, New York. It's uh, 20 minutes outside of New York City, a half hour outside of New York City. And where do you live now? I live in Saddle River, New Jersey, uh, in the same area, right outside of New York City. And where'd you go to college? I went to Boston University. And where'd you study? In the 70s, music, uh, piano and composition. And I, uh, I did that. I knew I was going to do Perillo Tours uh, my whole life, but I wanted to do something else that I enjoyed because I knew I had an in at Perillo Tours. So uh, I didn't have to interview. I didn't have to have a big resume. So uh, I'm still doing music. In fact, I'm, uh, I got a few CDs out and uh, I write orchestra music. And I play the piano. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, you, first of all, you own the website steve.com, which has to be worth a lot of money. And I just read your bio on there. I didn't realize that you are, you know, a pianist, you're, you play all kinds of instruments. I'm not using it enough. I'm going to start. Steve.com is the greatest thing. Imagine, uh, well, you have a good website too. I mean, that's amazing. I'm sure people have been trying to buy it from you and you should be selling that for big money. I, uh, I bought it in 1995 for $10,000, 1995. Wow. $10,000, yeah. And it was, I'm very happy, but I, I, was gonna, I haven't used it. Yeah, well, good for you. So your father is Mario. And did he start Perillo Tours or was it your grandfather? Yeah, my grandfather. He came from Naples in 25. And then he sent for my grandmother who brought the kids over. And, they and what was his name? Uh, Joseph Perillo. Okay. He worked at Bank of America and then he uh, started the company in 45. The, the day the war was over, May 1st, 1945, a lot of businesses closed. This is what's going to happen after this friggin' COVID thing. Uh, there's going to be a rebirth right at the end of it. And there's going to be a lot of new uh, businesses and new things starting. Because uh, I think this is going to last a little longer than we think, uh, this thing. I'm afraid of that. And, yeah. and I assume that your business is not good like most people in travel. Yeah. We're, uh, we're uh, still in the water, but uh, we're fine. You know, you have your brand, you have your name, you have your reputation. That's all you need. Uh, uh, most, of the uh, most of the customers move to next year. And so we're just going to, we have to good. lay off like half the people. It's very, uh, but, but you, really you're not sending anyone now. I mean, you can't. No, 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 you can't. Uh, I could go over. I own a hotel called the Rose Garden in Rome, but I'd have to quarantine for 14 days. Because I, I wanted to go. It would be a great time to go now to right. Italy. Great time. Great time. Yeah. So have you been on a plane since? Uh... No. I'm, uh, I'm supposed to go to Chicago uh, next week. I'm not sure if I'm going to fly or drive. What do you recommend? I, I was going to ask you, you know, when do you feel comfortable uh, flying? I do. No, I do. Have it, you flown? I have not flown since February. Okay. Uh, do you feel comfortable flying? 
You know what? It depends. Like if I, if, like my dad lives in South Florida. So my, um, I live in LA, LA to Miami. American has a triple seven. And I look at the loads and business class is wide open usually. And I can get upgraded for free since I fly, fly so much on American. I have elite status. So I would take that. But the problem is I live in California. You got to quarantine everywhere. Florida is a, even a hotter spot than California. So I have not gone. And plus I can't risk seeing my dad. So there's really no reason to go anywhere. But, um, you know, if it was a certain plane and I looked at the flight loads, you know, you know, a day before or something, I would, I would fly, but yeah, the mask, you'd be yeah, fine. and wear a mask. And you know, the chances are you won't get it on a plane. They're pretty safe, especially yeah. with the HEPA filters. And I would fly Delta because they leave the seats open. So to Southwest and JetBlue, the middle seat open next to you. But I mean, it's, it's a tough call. Chicago, that's a long, that's a long drive, 750 miles. Uh, that was my first trip. If you ever ask me about my first trip, it was a car trip to uh, Indiana, right outside of Chicago. I'll never forget that. I was uh, How old were you? Six. It's the first you one went, I You went from New York? Uh, yeah, from uh, my house in uh, Rockland County. And we drove, uh, I think we drove straight. It was 15 hours. I, I bet. Yeah, that sounds right. And, uh, I've driven to Ohio from Connecticut, which was 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. So when was the first time you went to Italy? Uh, I was young. I was, uh, we used to go every summer. I don't know what my father was up to. He'd shipped the whole family, my mother, everyone to uh, the, the east coast of Italy, where they had these all-inclusive uh, uh, hotels, alberghi, and you get three meals a day, you're by the beach, a lot of Germans, and you could spend, it was $100 a week, you know, it was unbelievable value. And we went to, uh, I was probably uh, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, starting then. I took my first 747. The 747s were out. This was, uh, let's yeah, see. 50 I'm, years ago. Uh, come on, 50 years ago. John. Well, I mean, that's when 747s came out. They came out in 69, 51 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was 69. Yeah, unbelievable. The same plane the same speed i don't understand why they can't get planes to go faster it's been the same thing the whole time well we did have the concord which i've never been on have you been on that oh no i just missed it i just missed out on that i can't believe they can't get the technology to move these planes faster uh, now yeah they, they they may we'll see richard branson's talking about going london to sydney in four hours but yeah that's uh the yeah that's actually been 30 minutes he said at one time i just read the other other day it was four hours we'll see what space travel practically but um so how how many countries do you think you've been to uh i figured about 25 i think uh and how about continents uh most of the continent i think what are there seven of them antarctica antarctica no that's the one down south africa yes africa asia uh what's the european continent is that called europe that's called europe <laughs> <laughs> what do you call greenland uh an island uh greenland is part of uh north america i believe oh okay and uh south america africa australia uh, you've been to australia yes and new zealand is the best New Zealand, because when you go to australia you go to new zealand I, like I love new zealand and i mean especially during right now i wish i was living in New Zealand, oh, the way like Ireland with the sheep. The people are so wonderful. 
Actually, that's one of my questions. Where do you think the friendliest people in the world are? Ireland. Ireland. So, well, you know what happened when you're in Ireland. I'm a terrible driver. My peripheral, peripheral uh, vision is terrible. So I'm always hitting the curb. So the, uh, the hubcap fell off the car. I didn't even know. This Irish guy is following me for miles, honking the horn. And he stops me and he's got the hubcap in his hand and he comes and he hands me the hubcap. That's Ireland. That's Ireland. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. But we could have. It's such a friendly, friendly place. I, I agree with Ireland is some of the friendliest people. I think Fiji, I think yeah. um, Thailand, Indonesia, but in Middle East. I mean, I mean, yeah. there's really friendly people all over. Uh, for sure. It's just Paris, but it's not even France. It's Paris is the problem. Right. Okay. Not even France. It's just even Parisians don't like French. And Russia, they're, they're not the warmest, but if you get to know them. Yeah, yeah, I like Russia. I like uh, yeah, I like the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite uh, international city? Uh, probably Rome. I, I knew you were going to say Rome. I know it, uh, but it's it's there's a lot to learn about Rome, and you know every every street is historic. It's really, really, really an amazing city. How about uh, in the U.S.? What's your favorite city besides New York? Uh, the U.S. probably. Uh, Boston. Well, I went to school in Boston. Okay. New York. I mean, you know what you know. Uh, I agree, but not too many New Yorkers will say Boston's their favorite city. Right. <laughs> my Yankee fan. I'm wearing my Yankees cap in case you're listening to this on the podcast, by the way. Um, so how about, is there any place you have no desire to go to? Uh, no, I can't think of any place. Uh, Space? Huh? Space? Space is number one. I want to go to the moon. I would do yeah. one there, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, um, by the way, there's a really cool YouTube channel. I don't know if you've ever seen it, where it's a live webcam from the Space Center, International Space Station. It's incredible. It's in, inside the Space Center? It's, it's actually on the outside. So you can log on and you can just check out you know, the views from the Space Center right then and there. I'm like, unbelievable. The oh, technology sure. these days is amazing. Yeah. And actually, speaking of technology, I know you just created an app. So w tell me about that. Uh, it's, uh, I got into virtual reality. Virtual reality is, uh, is a way to see the world with lenses. And uh, I'm trying to turn it into a business. And it's called uh, Travel World VR, Travel World Virtual Reality. And I'm starting with my friend John Graham. Uh, so the app is called Travel World VR, and anyone can download it right now. We have 100 videos there. And if you go on the, on the uh, app, you can request these. These are, uh, these are simple cardboard headsets. You stick your phone in here, and uh, you turn on the, uh, your phone, and you look around, and you're there. You look up, you see the sky, you look down, you see the ground. Behind you are people. Everyone's all around you. I did a tour of the White House like this, and it was like, when I finished, my brain said I was at the White House that day. You, your brain believes you were there because everything is there. So you're fooled into, it's like traveling. It really is a substitute for travel. So this is a great time for this uh, business while we're waiting for real travel to start up again. Uh, agreed. I mean, I, I can't wait to the real thing, but you know, I've been looking for all kinds of alternatives in between. And actually, I, I featured in my newsletter, if you have not subscribed, I hope you do, but, you know, different webcams where you can see it. Actually, today, I just wrote about a one that you can go on a safari and just watch. They're doing live safaris twice a day. Um, it's, a, it's really amazing stuff that's going on. That's the best part about 
um, this pandemic is everyone's creativity. And actually, I created this podcast and this series out of because of the pandemic because I'm not traveling. And um, so th there's some things that have come out that are, you know, a silver lining, but oh, we'll get back sure. to um, yeah. the real thing. So, by the way, do you have a favorite airport, U.S. airport? Uh, U.S. airport? No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lounge I like. It's uh, Virgin Atlantic Loft, especially in LAX. It's called L uh, Loft. Uh, Virgin Atlantic, they have beautiful. Uh, yeah, Virgin Atlantic does a good yeah. job. Um, so what do you fly normally when you go to Italy? Uh, Delta or Alitalia. And uh, I usually fly. It's a wonderful. And, and do you check bags? Uh, yeah, no, hardly ever. Unless I'm traveling with a woman and then there's always check bags. You know, how that <laughs> there's so much baggage. There's so much baggage. <laughs> it's not um, a thing, but the shopping at the airport. Uh, who shops at the airport? My well, wife does. My wife does. She loves T5 in Heathrow. How about international airport? Do you have a favorite international airport? Uh, I'm not that well traveled. Let me think. Oh, well, of course. Uh, I like the Caribbean airports, John. You know that. If you, go, <laughs> if you land in St. Bart's uh, or uh, those kind of airports are fantastic. They're just like strips and then you go into a house and there's like one little thing, one little uh, uh, thing for your, uh, your bags come out. And there's a guy in a glass thing, and he looks at your passport and says, "Welcome, man. Welcome, man. Welcome to the Caribbean, man." And so oh, those are my favorite airports. That's the way it used to be, you know, in the '50s and '60s. Right. Yeah, I love small airports too. Um, have you ever sat next to any famous celebrities on these flights? Yeah, but how could I not? I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. I wasn't ready for that question. Uh, you know, I, I try. I try to keep you on your toes. Yeah. I know I've sat next to people. George uh, Clooney going to Italy? Come on. No, the guy, uh, Steve, uh, who plays the banjo, the comedian who plays the banjo. Uh, Steve, oh, Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin is great. He was working the entire time. This is why, you know, these famous people are rich and famous, John, because they work. They really, really work. This guy, he worked the entire flight. He was writing on an iPad, probably jokes or a show or something. Uh, Steve Martin. Well, you know what? I love Steve Martin and I always wanted to meet him and I hope to interview him someday because I actually call into the tech guy every Saturday, which is Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Uh -huh. and Steve Martin, I guess, listens to it and Leo is friends with Steve and Steve actually had dinner with Leo. Leo told me like a few months ago, he said, guess what? I was having dinner with Steve Martin and a travel question came up and Steve said, why don't you ask Johnny Jet?" And I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? Steve Martin knows who I am? That of is amazing. Course. You're way more famous than you think. Way more famous. Yeah, in my mind. All right, how about what's your drink of choice when you're flying or on the ground? Uh, it's going to be lately, uh, well, I switched to bourbon. Uh, maybe you don't know that in the last couple of years. So there's something, uh, uh, ginger ale, no, ginger beer, ginger beer and bourbon and a, a, a little bit of lemon. I don't know what it's called. It's an amazing drink. They're not going to make it for you on the plane. Oh, I don't drink alcohol. I, I've never been drunk in my life, but I love ginger beer. And um, are you talking about the drink that they drink down in, um, you know, the Virgin Islands and stuff? I don't know. My accountant turned me on to ginger beer, and I bought it for the first time. It's a great drink. It's I a love it. Drink. Although it does make me sneeze at least <laughs> three times every time I take a sip. Three That's times. when I know it's good ginger. Yeah. How about favorite restaurant in the world? Uh... Probably, again, it's in Rome, La Pergola. La Pergola, uh, yeah, it's expensive. It's, you know, high-end. 
it's really, really fantastic. And then, uh, how about the best pizza in New York City? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that. You don't eat pizza? No, no, I don't have. I haven't been to New York in four months. You know. Wow. All right. Well, really how about is. what's the craziest thing you've ever eaten? Uh, it had to be in uh, Thailand, right? I didn't know what it was. It's some, you know, we do these, uh, they have the, uh, the cooking, uh, the, the eating tours, eating around town tours on the back of a, a motorcycle. It's a great experience. It's, it's a new thing, especially in uh, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Vietnam is the greatest, uh, you know, Ho Chi Minh City, what it used to be called, uh, Saigon. Yeah. Really, really beautiful town, great food, and it was some kind of weird dead animal, but it was so good. It was so good. Oh my God. <laughs> Awfully, it was dead. I've only been to Siem Reap in Cambodia. Oh, yeah? And... And, I, and I've never been to Vietnam. I've always wanted to go. I've been to Thailand many times and I've eaten some crazy stuff, but um, yeah. I can't remember what the craziest thing is. But um, what credit card do you use when you travel? Uh, well, we use a company card called the American Express Plum Card because you get cash back at the end of the year. Good. There's no uh, credits. You don't get any, uh, there's no credits or anything like that, but you get cash and we get uh, a lot of money back. Well, cash back these days is what everyone's looking for. So. Uh, favorite island in the world? St. Bart's. I hate to be a snob. Have you been to St. Bart's? It's... No, I've not. Uh, I heard. Yeah. My sister's been and uh, a lot yeah. of my friends. You have to go through St. Martin and then you take a little thing. That's the magic of St. Bart's. They don't allow jets. You're Johnny Jet. You can't go. They only allow the little guys uh, with the 16-seaters. You know, and it's that. a crazy airport, too. Crazy yeah. landing dangerous airport it kind of, you got to come into this little uh, bowl sort of yeah. and then you get a moki a moki is a you know a, a jeep without windows or doors it's just completely open and they have 27 beautiful beaches and you say i'm going to go to seven beaches today the next day you go to seven beaches and the food you know it's french food unbelievable unbelievable and do you have tours to, to um the caribbean no, no, it's, it's not a tourism uh, it's not a mass tourism uh, right but do you have little tours to the caribbean or just italy and hawaii no, no we have you know my father started a bahamas uh, uh package uh, many years ago and it was very successful uh, but it's changed tour operators don't work with resorts the way they used to uh, i see used to work yeah, St. Bart's, I don't think they want uh, big tours. No, I've been to Anguilla, which is probably the closest I've been to. Uh, Anguilla? What I'm sorry? Anguilla? Is that what you said? What's your favorite island? No, I mean, that's the closest I've been. Actually, in the, in the, in the uh, Caribbean, it's probably Cayman Islands or, uh, or Anguilla. Anguilla has the best beaches. Uh, oh, they're, they're amazing. About a half a mile. A half a mile, and you can see your feet. That's so clear. They're yeah. the best beaches in the I world. Mean, Listen, right now, I'm jonesing for all of that. Um, do you have a favorite beach, by the way? Um, no, I don't know. I mean, Ipanema, just because, uh, you know, that song. <laughs> have you been to Brazil? And it is true. If you're in, you know, if, if the girls are beautiful in Ipanema. I, I mean, I've been to Ipanema Beach. I played, I've actually played volleyball there. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, probably not the most beautiful beach, but it's just got such a cachet. It's such a beautiful place. Yeah. It's, Actually, speaking of songs and things like that, has any movie ever influenced you? Any travel movie or or destination movie? Uh, boy, I'd have to think about Indiana it. Jones. Um, 
No, I don't Crocodile Dundee was one of mine. What is that? Australia or is yeah, that? Cro- you never seen Crocodile Dundee with Paul Hogan? Be surprised the movies I have not seen. Well, you, a lot of catching up to do on movies. That's a famous '80s movie, and that's. No, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. My favorite movie is Wayne's World One. So that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's a good. All movie. right. How about favorite travel TV show? Ah. Uh, do you have a show, John? Uh, no, you don't have a show. I used to, but no. You did, yeah. Travel TV show. You know, I go to the Travel Channel, and it's all about ghosts. You know what the Travel Channel is now? Yeah, it's a ghost it's show, about, haunted. About haunted uh, houses? Yeah. Nothing it's about ridiculous. travel anymore. Nothing. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, that's so, why everyone's moved over. That's why, you know, Anthony yeah. Bourdain moved to CNN, and then, you know, Josh Gates moved to Discovery. Samantha Brown moved to PBS. So I like Peter Greenberg. Peter Greenberg, you know, it's always great when he puts on a show. Oh, he's, I don't a, know he's a royal tour, and he does that on PBS now. He's not on CNBC or MSNBC. He's on CBS, and actually, I interviewed uh, Peter, and I'm friends with him. But uh, he's a CBS editor, travel editor, and he also has a show on PBS about the royal tour. He's got a couple shows. I mean, that guy, he's amazing. The guy does travel shows with the heads of each state giving him a tour for like three to five days. Yeah, yeah. Talk about uh, influence. And of course, uh, Rick Steves is always, I don't know why Rick Steves is so great, but he is. He's just, he's just fascinating. He is. He's so enthusiastic about it, and he loves Europe. That's his thing, is Europe. Totally. He's real great. Uh, totally. Although, I, he's interviewed me, he's interviewed me before on his show, and I think I asked him what his favorite country was, either on air or off air, and he his favorite place was Iran. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, which I uh, was surprised. I've heard they love Americans and talk about nice people. The Iranians are wonderful. Yeah, agreed. Uh, any books, travel books that you've read that you love? Uh, no. Travel books. <laughs> Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your worst travel moment? Uh, oh, it's so stupid. I was in... Uh, Nassau, the flight was delayed. I went to the bar, had a hamburger, and the flight took off. It's stuff like that. The, first, <laughs> the only time I ever miss a flight. Did you ever miss a flight? It's very hard to miss a flight. Uh, very, very rare. I think I've missed it once, maybe. To be late. You know, you're always late for the airport, but you always make the flight. Always. I don't know why. Even though you're late. But this time, uh, you've got to watch that. The, your flight is delayed, so you go do something for an hour, and the flight takes off without you knowing about it. Uh, it was, oh, the worst time was when you're landing and you're like 50 feet above the ground and they abort the landing and they zoom up, they sham on the accelerator. Like, I don't know what was in the runway, something, right. and they changed their mind. That's the scary, that was the scariest moment. I've time. had that happen a couple of times. And the worst part is that pilots don't say anything for a few minutes. It seems yeah. like an eternity. Um, but yeah, I've had it in Las Vegas. Where there was a military plane on the ground last minute. I had it happen in London. Uh, yeah. They said another plane was on the ground. I've had it happen in Fiji. They said there was a cow on the ground. <laughs> uh, in Africa, same thing. I've had it happen. There was some wild animal on the on a landing strip in Africa, like a you know real small planes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, only a few more questions. But what's the most embarrassing travel moment? Embarrassing travel moment. Uh, well, do I have to say it when you uh, pass gas? In a, <laughs> in a airplane and uh, coach. You're going to make me say this? 
<laughs> and the woman next to me, she, she didn't say anything. She just turned on the, the air jet right in, on top of, you know, right above me. And I didn't, it was, forget that. <laughs> edit this out, edit this out. No, that doesn't sound too good. Uh, <laughs> all right, what's your dream destination? Uh, it's, and I want to see more of Africa, to tell you the truth. Uh, I want to get to know Africa, and I don't know where. Probably, uh, I don't know. Have you, You've been to Africa, you said? Yeah, but Northern Africa and South Africa, not to, you know, Kenya. East Africa. Middle, what, you know, the middle river. Central part. Africa. Gotcha. Well, it, yeah. you definitely got to check that out sometime. Um, two more questions. What's the most important thing travel has taught you? Oh, oh man. Travel opens your mind to talk about, you know, they talk about provincial people who never leave their town. And it's the greatest education because uh, you learn the human condition is the same for everyone and everyone's really nicer than you think. Uh, so it, it just, you don't know what you know, what you learn from travel. You just know more. You just like know, you just have a sense of the world and the people in it that uh, non-travelers, they don't know. They just don't know. They just know they're a, so that, that overall uh, education that travel brings. Right. And before I ask you the last question, which is what's your best travel tip? Where can people find you? And didn't you used to have a travel show too? Or are you going to do more commercials? I know I've seen some of your commercials. Yeah, well, we went off the air because of the, uh, the virus, uh, but uh, we'll be back on the air with the, I've had a, had a few TV shows, internet shows. You know, I tried it for a while. Uh, it's not very lucrative uh, for me and I should stick to what I do. Uh, so what was your other? Uh, uh, where can people find you? Uh, you want my email address, Steve? No, Paul. not your email. Well, actually, Steve.com is the best way, or should they tell them Perillotours.com? Uh, I think uh, Perillotours.com, Steve.com, Steve at Perillotours.com. All right, good. Uh, and and uh, what was that last question? It was interesting. What's your best travel tip? Oh, travel light. This is overpacking. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And we never learn. We never learn. We, so when you come back and you empty your suitcase, Note what you didn't use, and it's usually going to be half the things in the bag. So uh, this idea of traveling with your whole uh, wardrobe—that's uh, my—it makes everything easier, especially if you can uh, travel with carry-on. I would think. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. That's it, and also uh, expect uh, discomfort and you know, just. My father used to say, uh, "Travel comes from the word travail." And it is easier to stay home and sit on the couch and watch TV. And travel is a hardship. You get jet lag. You can get, uh, you know, you're eating strange food. You know, it's difficult travel. Uh, that's why it comes from the word travail. Uh, so you have to be ready for that and embrace it. It's not, uh, it's part of the experience. Uh, you know, I never knew it came from the word travail. So thank you for teaching me something today. And, uh, everyone, please check out Steve's website, steve.com. You cannot forget that. Also, uh, please subscribe to this podcast, this YouTube channel, and uh, subscribe to my free newsletter, johnnyjet.com. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's always great catching up. And uh, I can't wait to see you again in person. In person. That's right. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you.